Blog Talk Radio. Live from Washington, D.C., it's quintessential listening. Poetry Online Radio. QLPOR, as it's widely known, features a bevy of poets, spoken word artists, and live poetry readings with best-selling authors. Your host is Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the program. Tonight, my very special guest is author and poet Faliha Hassan. The title of her new riveting book of poetry is War and Me, a Memoir. Hello, Faliha. How are you tonight? Um, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm, I'm quite so well. excited to be with you tonight. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, I feel excited to be with you, too. I really, Thank really you. do. All right. Thank Let's you. begin our poetic journey together. All right? Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. All right. Yep. <laughs> what is poetry? <laughs> poetry for me is a perfect way to heal myself from the pain that war has caused. Because, as you know, I was living during all this war situations from my teenage Mm -hmm. until now. I think, you know, with poetry, I can help myself. I can can not heal myself without poetry. Where were you living? Right now or in in world when I... Oh yeah, I was living in in my country, country is uh, in Iraq. Wow. And this, yeah, the the war starts when I was teenage. I remember right. this war like uh, uh, starts. Uh, we have too many different wars. The one, the first one, starts with the um, Iran, and it lasts for eight years. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we start a new war with the Kuwait. Then after that, we have another. It's not war, but it's almost every war. Um, every one faces. It's a, a, a blockade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is like everyone has this. Uh, uh, he or she will have this. Uh, uh, opportunity to, to involve with this um, horrible situation. I mean, the war and sage. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I could have survived. So I really mm-hmm. feel for you and your story. I really, mm-hmm. really do. So Thank your you. book, War and Me, a memoir, yes. is based on your experiences yes. in Iraq? Yes. Yes. I did uh, dreamt about this book when I was in my country in 1991. I was, you know, hoping if I can write this uh, memoir. And this this dream, like, it never uh, came true until this month. Mm. Yeah, but uh, wow. you will see in this in this book. It it is memoir. All this yes. 
first of all, it's based on true stories, true events. And I, I believe every Iraqi people, they live uh, what I already have been lived. You know, everyone mm, in Iraq, yes. they're involved with the war situation. And uh, wow. right now, so many Arabic countries also, they relate to this book. Because they live, mm. they live right now. The similarity of what I have, you know, already been through. Wow! You know, I feel <laughs> humble being in your presence, and I'd like you to share mm-hmm. some of your book with us. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to to read. Uh, a section of my book, and you will see how I was spoiled by my grandparents. Um, I remember how the three of us, I'm talking here about my uh, grandfather. Mm-hmm. I, remember, I remember how the three of us, me, him, and my grandmother, would sit on the floor, around the dinner mat, even though he knew I had eaten before he arrived, he would always ask me the same question. Are you hungry or it's time for sweet? I will. I would replay as blissfully as ever. It's time for sweet. <laughs> My grandmother would insist that he not give me all the candy. He would, he had both at once, and just offered me a single piece. Then he would ask me to close my eyes and open my hand, into which he would place a sweet. I would raise, raise it to my nose, my eyes still closed, and sniff it while allowing my imagination to conjure up whatever image it wanted. Once, my grandfather placed in my hand three different sweets, warp and silver silicone. I recognized the feel and the sound of silicone around the candy, which we called chiclet in Iraq. I lifted them to my noise and began to discuss my joy. I told my grandparents I was now a princess sitting in a garden surrounded by flowers on every side. Baro brings me a nosegay of mint in its beak. A rabbit is rolling an orange towards me. Meanwhile, Granny Chicken has laid, has laid, laid a caramel egg for me. My grandfather laughed out loud and said, as always, you you have guessed right. Open your eyes. When I did, I found there are three candies. One was mint flavor, the second orange, and the third caramel. I placed all of them in my mouth. At the same time, after removing their warp, and closed my eyes as I started to sever the flavor together in my mouth. Mm. 
Thank you. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I love that section. <laughs> you know, when we experience tragedies, it's yeah. also good in my mind to be able to laugh as well. Yes. Laughter yes. helps. Mm-hmm. Laughter helps. Yeah, some, yeah, sometimes when I do call my um, uh, my sister in Iraq, or uh, like mm-hmm. through um, WhatsApp or Viber, we will yes. remember that these situations, the one, like mm-hmm. one of them, uh, I came home from the, you know, I came home from the battlefield. I was looking for mm-hmm. my brother. Okay, mm-hmm. but I survived. I survived. Uh, but um, I broke my my shoes, and every time me and my sister we will laugh and laugh and laugh <laughs> about this situation because we don't know. Like she said, oh, you walked all these like way home without no shoes. How shame was that, you know? You know, and then we were laughing about the situation, but it's a tragedy because yes. I was looking yes. for my brother. I, mm-hmm. I, I like. Um, I went to different places looking for him, but uh, what should we do? Just, just laugh. <laughs> mm. Now the book mm-hmm. itself is it divided between the thick the, the um, there's poetry in the book is what I'm asking. Yeah. So it's integrated throughout, or there's a special section for? No, it's no, it's not section, but it's like uh, when I. Um, start writing the uh, uh, the memoir book. Yes. Um, there is two or three poems. Um, it is from my memory, and I ask the editor if I can include those uh, poems in in the book. And she agreed with me, and I, you know, they include them. Yeah, because uh, uh, when I did that, they needed to explain. A part or two from this book, but um, all the book, it's almost or the majority of book, it's a prose, not poetry. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I'm going to share a, this. I have written, thank you. I did have a, uh, I did have um, have written twenty five books, or like the most mm-hmm. of these books oh, wow. is poetry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You know, I was going to share with you that I'm excited that you're here, but I'm also nervous that you're here because my story is so different from yours. Mm -hmm. But through poetry, through poetry, that will allow us, in my mind, when I listen to you, to build empathy as you share your experiences. Because I've always believed... If you can't understand another person's story in totality, yeah. focus on the feelings that go along with that story. There's a universal yeah. commonality in terms of our feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, yeah. when you think about poetry, why is it important? Mm-hmm. Why is it important? I think poetry is important because this is my mind, like this is my idea, mm-hmm. because it's the only language that the whole world can understand and feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. like I, uh, some sometimes 
like uh, for me, this is for me. Like uh, if I want to know those people in different countries, the first thing mm-hmm. I was thinking about to go and to you know read poetry, them poetry, them poems, them story. You know, and this is yes. because this is the only language I understand. I will if if I don't understand them. I will feel what they're talking about. And how can mm-hmm. I feel what they're talking about if I didn't read them? Mm-hmm. I, I As you think idea, about but this is me. This is me. <laughs> yeah. All right. As you think about your body of work, what are some of the mm-hmm. predominant themes that you write about? I think because... Because I was um, living, first of all, I can't write um, anything if I didn't, if I don't um, experience that. All okay? right. All I right. just can't, you know, I, try, I, I just can't um, imagine things and write about it. Like, you know, some people, they said, oh, um, let's write about night today or let's write about moon today. No, I can't. That's, mm-hmm. that's, I'm not a sailor, you know. Okay. I'm a poet. Yes. I need to feel mm-hmm. something. That's why mm-hmm. I'm, I am only able to write about my lived experience. Oh. And, <laughs> yeah, and because I personally lived through long years of war, I think the subject of war is dominates my writing. Mm. And you will see it. You will read when you read this, my stories, because I do write stories and um, my poetry. This subject, you will see how it dominates my writing. Mm-hmm. You know, I've written a number of articles on the importance of valuing lived experiences. So I love that term. I love that mm-hmm. term. I really, <laughs> really do. Please share a poem. Yes. Uh, I'm going to share this poem called War Museum. Whenever the dictators get bored of their long daytime hours, which they spend sitting on their stinking chairs, they open the door to their war museum and force us to enter. We pay with our lives as a ticket for this entry to see. The remains of soldiers we played with in our childhood. A picture of my grandmother who, when she saw the precious face protect our orphan would come soon. A picture of my father military boots which he lost on the border of city we thought belonged to us. Maps of city where there is nothing left but their names melted on, uh, melted into the tongues of kids. Women's abaya chewed up by the truds of tongues. Models who could not find a deserving chest to hang on. Jar, large jars filled with sorrow, tears of mothers, and helmets. 
helmets, helmets, helmets of unknown soldiers. But on the door of this museum, they put a big red sign, no exit. Thank you. Wow. What was the purpose of that poem? Why did you this write is, it? Uh, I, I did write this poem because I felt when I was in, in my country, I am not in, there is no freedom to us to go out this place, this um, uh, the ruler or what they call them, the dictator, they put mm. us in, okay? There is no exit. And we live there like, uh, um, we live in a museum of war, we see tears, we see sorrows, we see blood, we see so many, like, uh, uh, helmets with unknown soldiers because we have this, you know, uh, this war, and uh, we never going to be uh, out, or we never, I didn't feel my freedom until I get out of the country. And this is you what didn't I feel your freedom until you left yes. the country. That is yes. such a powerful statement. Such a powerful statement. Wow. <laughs> well, I just need a minute here to kind of process that. <laughs> so when you're writing a poem for Leha, yes. does it begin with an idea? Because there's so many ideas, I'm sure, a form mm -hmm. or an image. Idea, form, or image? Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, that's a nice question. I like it. Um, some <laughs> poems, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't, didn't think of it. Uh, some poems come to me as a, a, a different passage that mm -hmm. need to be combined, also with a lot of correction, okay? Uh, other poems come to me all at once, okay? And I need only to write them on the paper. That's it. Because it's, it's a, like my poem. I am here. I'm going to just to write it on the paper. Mm. Like every poem has her shape. Some of them need correction, combined. Some of mm -hmm. them is just... You know, it's boring, very natural, and I just write them, write, write it down in my paper. All right. Mm -hmm. Please share a poem. Please share another poem. Thank you. I'm going to share um, uh, my father's feet, my father's feet. When I was a kid, I saw them running and running after the bus that took him to his job every morning and retained him to us late every day, carrying so much love in his heart and bags of food to our souls and our mouths, starting forever, running after our school books, which we were covered prayers to protect us from the sticks of a of our principal and teachers, running after my mother whose days all finished in different hospitals, 
And when I grow up a little bit, I saw them, still running, but in military boots, for days never ending, covered with dust from Hormashahar and Dezepol. And when he stretched out his feet on the floor, we all ran to them with joy. And like a big filled with dreams, we slept on them. Thank you. This is what we were doing when my father came back from any battlefield, you know, because he was um, also in military. But he he never Mm -hmm. uh, told us where he going because we were very kids. But every time he's coming by, he he just traces his his leg to them, uh, like on the floor. We all, like all kids, because we are a big family, going to him, like we sleep on him. He said, I am tired, you see. And we said, no, we need you. You know, we are tired mm-hmm. too, because, mm-hmm. yeah, we were just <laughs> waiting for him to come back. All right. Valiha, what was an yeah. early experience where you learned that poetic language had power? Every time, every time I can speak anything loud, loud, with voice, I need poetry to represent this moment. As a woman, I read to represent myself with poetry. As a mm-hmm. human being, I need to represent my myself with a, with a uh, with a poem it's it, uh, for me um poetry not have not just hobby you know it's yes something you mm. need it i need it i need it to represent mm. myself yes I, I can't imagine myself without poetry i can't mm. wow yeah you know when you think back in terms of your beginning, in terms of writing poetry. I'd like to ask a question that was written by a recent guest, Poetic Hummingbird. And the question is, when you think about the first poem that you wrote, how does the message in your poetry differ today? Uh, I was writing short poems, especially when I did publish um, my uh, first poetry book in 1991 it's called because i am mm-hmm. a girl it was yes. um all these uh, all these po- poems i did use the short poems like um uh um but he, right now i mean not just right now like after that i start writing long and uh my language is start to be different you know when everyone has his his sound the first Mm -hmm. first book i have it doesn't have really my sound because i was um i'm not saying i did copy a different sound or different people poems no um i because i was reading and reading and reading right now Mm -hmm. um i think i have my sound. I, I am I am different from everyone. 
with mm. poetry. If you if you um, can bear between me and another and any any woman in the world, you will find mm-hmm. even if you take off your my name from the poem, mm-hmm. you will say, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is the Leah Hassan poem." Oh wow! You know, yeah, this is what I what I believe because it's a it's coming from my soul, it's coming coming from my heart, and it's also represents my experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that is another question written by Poetic Hummingbird. What makes your poetic voice different? And maybe you just shared that, but just give me a little more. What makes your poetic voice different? Different because um, I can't just imagine things and write mm-hmm. about it, as I mentioned. And I need um, uh, um, like true word to use, but mm-hmm. also not uh, complicated words. It's like easy but not simple. Or maybe sometimes I use the symbol but not very easy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it's easy but not everyone can do it. Okay. Uh, for okay. example, for example, sometimes I use um. I like to uh, 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 what they call it uh, to cha- uh, to use or to change the object. Sometimes I mm-hmm. do that. Um, I would uh, like uh, I like to transform the inanimate object to a living and feeling being. You know, oh, wow. and I did that so many. So many times with my poem, uh, you will mm-hmm. see if you like if you're good. Um, I mean, <laughs> if you read my book, you will see that some of them. Well, let me, let me ask this question: Do you have a poem that you could share where you transferred an inanimate object to yes. something alive? Yes. I'd love to hear uh-huh. it. Yes, thank you. Uh, this poem called "Tonight." I did write this poem. Uh, after I uh, I came from the hospital, uh, I spent a night there. But then after that, I came to my home, and then I saw everything is it's it's normal in my uh, in my apartment. Okay, then I start to write this poem. It's called tonight. When I entered my apartment, tears were were lying. Like a tired man after, like a tired man after a hard day work. The door, a yawning mouth. My TV was listening to the sports newscast, and like a huge fat woman, the couch was sitting on the floor, hardly breathing. The used air. The curtain tickled the cheek of the window, swing gracefully above. My books slept like babies on the hand of of the bookshelf. The dinner room table was listening to the whisper of the of her chairs. The lamps were winking to each other. The fan was busy flailing her arms indifferently. In my apartment Life looks the same as I left it. 
everything is normal. No, it's more than normal. Strange. No one missed me. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I'm the kind of host that loves hearing a poem twice. Please share that one again. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. But I want to hear it again. As you see, as you see, this is all these objects. Yes. This poem. Um, you know, I transform them to feeling and living. You know, uh, yes. it's called tonight. <laughs> yes. When I yes. entered, when I entered my apartment, the stairs were lying like tired men after a hard day's work. The door, a yawning mouth. My TV was listening to the sport newscast, and like a huge fat woman, the couch was sitting on the floor, hardly breathing the used air. The curtain tickled the cheek of the window, swing carefully above. My books slept like babies on the hands of the bookshelves. The dinner room table was listening to the whispers of her chairs. The lambs were winking to each other. The fan was busy flailing her arms indifferently. In my apartment, life looks the same as I left it. Everything is normal. No, it's more than normal. Strange. No one missed me. Thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, no one missed me. I miss my apartment. I miss everything there, but no one missed me. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Leha, let's take a brief break, and we'll be right back. Okay. Thank you. back. I am Michael Anthony Ingram. I'm here with the incredibly talented Faliha Hassan. Faliha. It's my pleasure. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, all great writers, and I include you in this category, have great writing influences. Who are some of yours and what makes them great in your eyes? I do, I I don't think there's a for me I don't think there is a right answer for this question because okay. all these writers has a gift and they when they share it with us that's also that's make them great because if mm-hmm. you just write it to yourself and keep it to yourself 
that's okay. I don't, you know, I don't disagree with you if you don't like to share it. But the important thing when you share it with the another people, mm. that meaning you will you will accept the rejecter. Sometimes they reject your work, you know, without knowing. Yes, they do. Something, yeah, something because some editor, let's see, he, he or she didn't have a, a good mood today. She will reject your work. <laughs> or sometimes, yeah. And uh, sometimes uh, people put very bad comments. But also with me, I love also the bad comments. I don't wo- I don't care about that. Mm. You know what? Because, because, um, I, like I worry if I put, let's see, if I put my forums on Facebook page or and any website, and there is no one comment about my my work. That's making me feel sad. But to come, uh, that, because that's, that's people that meaning don't care about your work, or mm-hmm. they don't have time to read it, but when mm-hmm. they read it and they don't like it, or they, they put some bad comment, I love that. I, I, I accept it. I accept it for me because there's someone he spends time to read your work. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, police. He, he took time. Hey, before he go into uh, his job or his he wants to just he just came from his his work and he needs he needs some rest. He's going to the Facebook. He read your work. That's something incredible. Wow. <laughs> you know, Faliha, some poets claim that a poem is like a living creature. Once mm-hmm. it's out there, there's not much you can do to correct or improve it, while others edit meticulously, not leaving much from the original draft form. How do you mm-hmm. feel about that? What's your take on it? I know you said that you, you negative comments or bad comments, you don't mind them. So how do you feel about yeah, the I- editing process? You know why? Because uh, because I feel all all my poetry, uh, all my work is is like they are my kids, okay. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. I put them outside, I don't uh, like. Let's let's talk about them. Like I I create that. That's very wonderful things. And if I mm-hmm. put them outside, I share them with another people. I will. I I mean I will accept what the other people say. Okay, mm-hmm. but because I love, I love my kids. I just can, I I just can, uh, you know, give the people a chance to change what I create. Like, let's see, I make this baby, um, and mm-hmm. my my baby has a big noise. It does meaning I gave him a chance to 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 change the noise or mm-hmm. make it smaller. No, yes. I don't like that. Yeah, just say, I don't like this poem because of such and such. That's okay. But don't touch my work. Mm-hmm. Even I do mm-hmm. that with the, uh, with the editor, too. I said, mm-hmm. sometimes, yeah, this is my poetry book. If you like to publish it like that, please do. If you want to suggest I'm going to change this word because and I don't like to use this word, no, I can't publish it. Because uh, this is my babies. I did create them. God give me 
um, a hand to do that, okay? Um, yes. And you need to accept them, like, it, it, the same thing. I have them. But if I share, I told you, if I share my poetry with another people, and people mm-hmm. um, don't, like, uh, don't like my poetry, that's okay. I accept it. Yeah. We are different. <laughs> but you, <laughs> I thought you said that you like bad comments. You accept them yeah, just like you would I everything do. else. I do. <laughs> I do like bad comments. Okay? But don't. But, you, don't but you're not going to change it. it. <laughs> no. no. You're not going to change a word like, of it. No. Never. Uh, because because that's that's my baby. I you know that's coming from my soul. Why I change it? Because someone says, oh, it's not good, not good for me. Uh, that's okay. Yeah. There's so many wow. uh, poems in the world you can read. You just mm-hmm. not going to change my baby face because you don't like it. <laughs> You know, I've never heard that philosophy before. Never. <laughs> I like it, too. And, <laughs> I really and, do. And then, okay. And then I find out the bad um, comment, it never uh, give you, like, it never make you sick, you know. It's just mm-hmm. because those people, and let's see, not because they don't like your poetry. Some of people, yes. they get jealous. Mm-hmm. Some yeah, of them, they get, yeah, some, some, some of them, they said, um, they also maybe they feel you are something else. You know what I mean? Okay. It's, it's, mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, when they, when they have, um, when they write, write all these bad comments, uh, maybe they feel like, okay, we need to make her change this poem or this this image or change this uh, poetic thing uh, by mm-hmm. saying this and this. And that's happened one time. That's happened for me. It's not one time. Um, two mm-hmm. or three times. Um, also with the editor. And then I spoke to him. I said, um, sorry, I'm not going to change anything from my book. If you accept it like this, I will appreciate to work with you. If not, that's okay for me. I'm going to looking for another editor. And then, yeah, I did. I did. I find another guy, and he accepts my work um, as I made it. He never well, changed it. <laughs> well, to me, it takes a lot of intestinal fortitude to have that level of conviction about your work. Yeah. You know what? One time I, I read this um, post on Facebook. There's a woman. She She said, she bust. And that's <laughs> that's something. She said, "This is the one thousand time my poetry book got rejected, but wow. I'm going to send it to another publication." You know how <laughs> how many courage she has to do that. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of courage. That is. Yeah. <laughs> I would have stayed in my bed for a whole week, <laughs> for a whole month, I I maybe for a whole year if I'd be rejected a thousand yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, and and one time 
believe me, one time when I was in my country, I read um article about this woman. She went, she won uh, uh, um, awards for the mm-hmm. worst poetry book. <laughs> worst poetry book. The, okay, this is my question to you. Can you submit to this kind of poetry? <laughs> you know? <laughs> no one has this courage to do that. You know? But some okay. people, they, they, they have it. They have it. <laughs> Faliha, please share a poem. <laughs> please share a poem. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm going to read something funny before I go back to the theme, like war theme. That's okay? Yes. It's fine. Okay. It's called I'm Crying. Not because you squeezed my heart and throw it like a sponge into dessert. Yes, I'm crying. But not because you did not smile at me. But your teeth look whiter than white when you saw a woman's shadow pass you. Yes, I'm crying, but not because you are completely healed and no longer need my whisper to sleep. Not because you dedicate all these poems you wrote to me to another woman and she stupidly believed you. Believed you. I'm crying, but not because I throw my pillow and I will be watchful all my lifetime without you. Yes, I'm crying deeply because the ice cream has melted before I got home and I didn't enjoy eating it. Thank you. <laughs> See, I have, I have, I have to cry. The ice <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big reason, you know. <laughs> well, let me ask this question. Yes. Is a poem letting your guard down or building a wall? It's like building a wall. This, this it's building a wall. No. No. Tell me more. No, I don't think it's a uh, the poem can building the wall. Okay, okay. Poem, it, yeah, like poem, it's like a beautiful creature, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. beautiful. It has all the freedom with her. You know, uh, I think poems has the wings of freedom. It's made from the freedom. It just needs to, to, to flow, flow. You know, and it, mm-hmm. it gives you mm-hmm. freedom to flow with her. It doesn't have a power to build the wall. Wall. Right. Why? Why will mm-hmm. do that? That she can. Mm-hmm. She like if you write a poem. She will take you with her. With her, mm-hmm. she will make you travel to all these uh, um, countries and uh, world you can see. Like even. You you can imagine in your dream. This is what mm-hmm. the poetry is doing, not to mm-hmm. make a wall between you and the world. 
No. I understand. No, that's I understand. Else. Yeah, that's something else, not the poetry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You know, as you think about your work, have a, has mm-hmm. a poem that you've written ever humbled or frightened you that you've written, one of your poems? Sometimes. Sometimes it's like uh, the poem coming to me so easy and humble way. But uh, sometimes I will, I will <laughs> fight and begging her to come. It's not, mm-hmm. not easy. Um, I think uh, one time I did, um, I, I tried, because I have a, a poetry routine. I, mean, I write mm-hmm. poetry. Even if I don't have theme, I will do just, just a, a routine. Um, because I don't like to have my my mind to to be dry. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what I do every day. I will write something here, something here. It's not, um, but with the poetic uh, sentences. And um, one time I spent two nights without no sleep, just begging okay. my poem to come. Okay, but mm. it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't come. There is another another poem replaced, uh, you know. And uh, but um, my let's see, my uh, my dream poem, it's never come yet. All right, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I'd like to do now, I call it a mini poetry concert. So what I'd like you to do is to share three poems. All right. Mm-hmm. Back to back. No mm-hmm. questions or anything, just three poems. Wonderful. Any any subject? Oh, yeah. yeah. Any subject, yes. Okay. Uh, this one, I whisper in my room. Why, my father? Every time I ask you to be to buy a bicycle, you argued the streets are too narrow. Come here, please. Look at the women from, the, from my window. Riding horses, piloting airplanes, skating, dancing on water, sailing boats. And they are laughing, laughing, laughing. But whenever I try to smile, I get slapped by a war. Why, my mother, whenever I try to straighten my hair under the sun, you plaited while it was still dewy. Why, my father, why, my mother, whenever I painted a butterfly on the wall, you made it fly. Come here, look at the hearts. They have wings and they are singing. Thank you. Even my, the, another title is called, Even My Husband Does Not Know I Am a Woman. Every time I speak with him about the river, his mouth waters at the smell of fish. He starts to count in the clothespins and watch, watch the weather forecast when I smile to the clouds. But he loves me if I am limited as a buckling, as a remains of pencils, amazing 
as a clean white shirt and coal mine, faithful as the glasses of a blind man, and beautiful as a broken wall clock. My dangerous memory. Oh, great. Whenever I dream of birds, the cages fly above my head, and I will need all my lifetime to know which cage belongs to my dream. And then, whenever I try to remember my childhood, a bomb from my memory and crashed into my reality. What a lovely sunny morning, I told the girl she was jogging in the forest. She smiled at me and said, a soldier helmet is filling from your memory again. Don't worry, I have so many of them, I told her. Everything will be good, I say to myself. And I keep jogging from exile to exile as my friends keep running from the battlefield of one war to another and retaining as a picture with a black frame. Faliha. Oh. Yes. Our, our voices can be our mm-hmm. strength, our weapon, and our power. Your voice is different when you share your work. It's qualitatively different. So what I want to know is, what is the relationship between your speaking voice and your written voice? I think there is no difference between okay. my written voice and, mm-hmm. um, and my speaking voice. If I can see it, say it, I can write it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There is no difference between them because both of them, they represent me. Mm. That's nice. I've never heard that, but that's nice. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) They both represent you. Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) That was perfectly phrased. (laughs) Look, let me ask you, do you think you were meant to be a poet? Okay. <laughs> that's that, that's a question. Yeah. <laughs> my mind, poetry, in fact, is a a divine gift. Mm. I think that God must love me very so much. Mm. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why He made me a poet. I could never had made myself a poet if God had not chosen me. What do you think? Wow. Wow. I mean, you can make yourself, like, okay, you can make yourself an engineer or mm-hmm. car driver or to be a poet. That's something. That's something else. There, 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 it needs, um, um, I, 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 as I told you, it's, it's a, um, a divine gift. Mm-hmm. 
not mm-hmm. something you can create it by yourself. Mm-hmm. What and surprises I, I you most I, about being a poet? What surprises you most? Surprise me? I can <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, like surprise me like uh, sometimes I can talk to every object. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel like I am special and I am a poet. Mm-hmm. And when I say um, object, like I go, I talk to the trees sometimes, okay? And I feel them. Um, they listen to me. And mm-hmm. sometimes I feel them smile to me. I, any object, not just you know any object like this is and this this is i think this is um this is a not everyone can feel that just the poet yes, can do it mm-hmm. yeah you, yes. you know this is a call in show all, yeah <laughs> well this is a call in show we've got a caller oh wonderful that's that's <laughs> Let's bring this person on <laughs> 856 <laughs> Air code four three zero. You're on the air with Faliha. Good evening. Hello. 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 It, Hello. Did I get through? <laughs> yes, you did. Did I get you're through? On the air. Yes, wonderful. You're on the air. That's wonderful. I was listening to the show and I'm I'm just loving. I'm lo- loving Faliha's poetry. I'm loving everything she talked about her book. And I'd like to say that I am, I actually started her book, and I am almost through her entire book. And I don't have a question uh, because she's answered a lot of my questions already, but I do have something I'd like to say to Faliha. Today yes, we see, yes, <laughs> hi, Faliha. Uh, today hi. we see so many people um, so many countries suffering from the devastation of war. I just mm-hmm. want to thank you, Faliha. Thank you for sharing your personal story. It shows the reality of war and how it shatters the lives of innocent people. And, and I'm just hoping, hopefully many more people will get a chance to read this wonderful book because it's powerful and it's, and it's life-changing. It has made me so sensitive to war, and and yes. it's just it's powerful. And I just want to thank you for sharing that story. Thank you for your beautiful poetry, and and I can taste. I really wondered about all those different flavors of candy that your father gave you, to eat. <laughs> and I tried to imagine how they all tasted at one time in my mouth. <laughs> you know, I want to piggyback on your question. This is a question I've asked 260 people now. As we think about what is happening in the world, war, you name it, what do you view as being the role of a poet in modern day society? That's the question for Liam. Uh, first of all, I want to thank uh, the lady she did call. And, mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and uh, this is Catarina. Catarina, yes. Yes. Hi. How are you? Hi, Aliha. <laughs> this is the difference between yeah the echo. 
Yeah, uh, first of all, I thank you so much for um, for this call. And, uh, yes, uh, and also I thank you so much um, because, uh, you know, you accept my uh, my story. You accept um, uh, and you, you will share it with your friends. And this is something I was um, dreaming about to read. Some people read my voice, my, uh, my story and share it. And um, maybe one time someone like desired to say, okay, we don't, you know, because, because this book, we, we're going to stop this war and we don't like to have another country suffer from the um, war um, again. And thank you so much for that. Thank you. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. Yes. Well, thank you so, mo- so, so much for listening to me. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, okay. Please stay on the line. Please stay on the line as Saliha okay. answers the question about the role of a poet in modern day society. What is what are your views on that? I think poets should point out or make visible what is kept silent in the world. Mm-hmm. They should they should embody embody these revelations in a form of poems so that people can understand certain issues and avoid making the same mistakes as mm. their registers made. Wow. Absolutely. This is, this is what yes. I think. Yes. That's powerful. I agree. Yes, it is. Extremely powerful. So they will not make the same mistakes. Wow. No, no. Yeah, because we are different. If if we we need our bath, we need our way. Mm-hmm. We need to lead ourselves to to the peaceful. Don't make another mistake. Don't do the same situation that the other people made in in generation. You know what I mean? This is what I. Maybe some of our leaders in all of our different countries should have a copy of this book. Yes. I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) Yes, that'd be wonderful. Well, Carla, I want to thank you so much. (laughs) I really want to thank you for gracing us. (laughs) I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed uh, listening to the poems. I enjoyed, and like I said, I'm almost through the book. It's very powerful. It's very powerful, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Thank you so much for sharing All right. so much of Thank your personal you. life. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. We're going to take a brief break, and we'll be right back. Okay.
We are back. We are back. Feliha, we have time for one more poem. We're almost at the end of our poetic journey, but we've got time for one more poem. Be wonderful. This is my citrus right now. I'm going to share it with everyone, okay? (laughs) I love to drink tea. I don't like, you know, I don't like to uh, to drink um, coffee or anything else, but I love to drink tea. And uh, and I have, yeah, I have so many different kinds of teas, like green, you know, matcha, anything, you know, black tea. Uh, And uh, right now, I'm going to uh, read a poem. It's called When I Drink Tea in a New Jersey. (laughs) Like a girl who writes poetry about a boy she has never seen, my day sits with all this disappointment, counting his blading moments. I remember my mother using the smell of onions to shed her tears in the kitchen for the absence of my father, who climbed his life war by war. Whenever he wore his military belt, he wished that war was just an old shoe. He could take it off whenever he liked. And he didn't need to think of fixing it at the cobblestone. I remember my brother who asked in his letters, when, we, when will the war understand that we are not good at dealing with death? I remember us 40 years ago. We were kids, very much kids, with colorful clothes and hearts. It was enough for us to see a balloon to drown in a big laughter. I remember all this now when I drink my tea and I practice my loneliness. Thank you. (laughs) You've written (laughs) 25 (laughs) books, my friend. Yes. Where does War and Me, a memoir, Mm -hmm. fit into your career as a writer? Yeah. Where does it fit into your career? Uh, I was when I was in my country because I have master's degree in Arabic language. I almost finished my mm-hmm. PhD degree in Arabic language. I was mm. a teacher. I spent twenty four years teaching Arabic language in different wow. schools in Iraq. Yes, mm-hmm. and I was um, also editor for um, uh, one magazine and uh, another newspaper in Iraq, and uh, what else? Um, I have, uh, I was, um, I did write stories, playwright, player plays, and uh, uh, and I have right now two plays, one um, in Palestine, Gaza, for kids, and mm-hmm. another one in, also for kids in Baghdad. Uh, another uh, play for adults in um, Babylon, Iraq, 
they are on a stage right now. But, uh, you know, like, uh, and also I did translate some poetry from English to Arabic. I I did that too. But I love to write. This is my, mm-hmm. I know I will be, became, um, I mean, full-time job writer. This is my, but mm-hmm. I, I hope to do that. Yeah. All right. What piece of advice would you give to your readers? What would you tell them? For for my readers, I want Mm -hmm. them, before they judge the book, Mm -hmm. I want them to read the book, understand it, and then if they have something... uh, uh, like some, um, you see, they don't understand things in this book. I need them to search and, um, you know, to search about the truth. Because sometimes the the writer or the author, I mean the author, um, he or she will be um, the good resource and the great resource for the truth. Because some media, it doesn't give you the true story. Let's see, the TV didn't, like, it doesn't show any, like, all they have sometimes, they give you, give you some the truth, but they hide it between the mm-hmm. lines. But the writer, mm-hmm. the author, he will give you that, but you need to work with him to find out. Because, um, right. you know, as, as I told you, um, I don't, no one, I, I, I don't get uh, annoyed or bothered by a bad comment. But when I, yes. um, well, one time I was reading that, not me, my daughter, she loved to read the, the comment uh, for my book on me right now on, on Amazon. And she said, Mom, mm-hmm. you, know, you know this woman? She said to her, Faria Hassan, she tried to be a hero. I started mm-hmm. laughing because, first of all, she didn't know she didn't know me. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not go like mm-hmm. I'm not trying to to show up myself. I'm saying, okay, read my book. I am the hero or something. No, I'm that's not me. Um, and also, she didn't live through the war. She didn't know what is meaning to be a, a human being, seeing everyone in your country get killed mm. you know we try we never like when we was in the war uh, we never mm. tried to write or read and this time and this time we just focus on survivor survive in this minute and we pray to god or allah to give us peace for for next day this is what we was this is our goal when, like, when we was uh, in war situation, wow. and that's not uh, the, the here. I'm not going. I'm not. I didn't write this book to make myself hero. No, but mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. to share this experience with another people. And I don't. I hope, and I pray for God. Don't put any person in the situation I was in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. war is 
horrible. War is yes. a big mistake. And there mm-hmm. is no victory in the war. There is no victory True. in the war. Everyone mm-hmm. is, 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 is a loser in the war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. All right. Where <laughs> is your book available, my friend? Where is your book available? Right now, right now, um, War on Me is available on Amazon mm-hmm. and also in Barnes and Noble and uh, different stories like um, Target, Walmart, online. Okay, you can purchase it. But um, yeah, and there's so many different um, markets. Uh, you will find my book, uh, War. All right, all right. How can listeners stay in touch with you? I think if like I have my email on and my Facebook. If they Google mm-hmm. me on Facebook, they will find my name, Balia Hassan. Mm-hmm. And also, I have my email. My email is d dot f as in Friday, h as in happy. The number 88 at yahoo.com. All right. You've probably answered this question. You've got so much going on in your life in terms of projects. What's next for you? What's an immediate project that you plan? What comes next? Actually, I did finish poetry book, my poetry book. I don't have any title yet, but I'm looking for someone to publish it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. You're gonna find one. <laughs> if it takes you a thousand trials, <laughs> you yeah, I'm not gonna do that. You know, I have the time. I have the time. <laughs> you know, <I> <laughs> we've come to the end of our journey together. But you remember when we first started, I said that I was excited and nervous at the same time. Yeah. I feel so yeah. calm <laughs> now. <laughs> Me too. Calm Me too. and content. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> yes, I did love. I did love. <laughs> well, I just want to share. <laughs> I just want to share with you that I think you are remarkable. Did you hear me? Thank you. I think Thank you, you are remarkable. And when you when you finish your next that. book, you have an open yeah. invitation to come back. You can come back tomorrow yeah. if you want to. <laughs> There's so much I need to ask you. <laughs> but can you have an open invitation. <laughs> you have an open invitation to come back. Yes, so as I said before, your work is riveting, it's real, Thank you. it's astonishing, and people need to read it. People need to read it. So I want to thank you. I wish you nothing but continued success. (laughs) Oh, I enjoyed this. Is there anything you'd like to share with the audience or with me? Anything you like to share? Uh, what what should I say? Uh, it's my honor. <laughs> it's my pleasure. I am very happy right now. You know, I you know I feel like uh, uh, almost I am walking. What? Where? 
I don't know. <laughs> so many. Um, I feel so much joy right now, and mm-hmm. I thank you so much for this opportunity. And uh, I thank all people they listen. They was listening to this show, and um, I wish people they can, you know, they um, make the truth about my 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 work. If uh, they mm-hmm. put comments or you know send me any any email, I will accept it. I, as I told you, I don't worry a lot about my the the bad, <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. it's my pleasure to be because sometimes like it's not everyone has this opportunity to speak about his book and about his career, about the poetry. Yes. It is it's a great opportunity for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't want it to end, but all good yeah. things come to an end. <laughs> yes. can, you, can you give so, me another hour? <laughs> another hour. So I say to you, good night. Okay. I say to the audience, good night as well. And as I yeah. state every week, let poetry ring somewhere yeah. throughout the land. Take care. Be Thank safe you. out there. Thank All right. You. Thank you so <laughs> <Yes>. much. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Quintessential Listening Poetry Online Radio is available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. You can also check out the website at qlpor.com.